Checking in with the Cowboy and Cowgirl basketball teams, I'm going to go on a bit of a bedlam rant, and we look at the college football playoff rankings all on today's episode of Locked on Pokes. Thanks for making Locked on Pokes your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. You are Locked on Pokes, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Cowboy fans? Welcome to the Locked On Podcast, your daily Oklahoma State podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network. We have a cornucopia of things to talk about. Do you see what I did there? A little Thanksgiving joke for you right out of the gate. I am your host, Linda Godfrey, co-host of Fantasy Besties and avid Oklahoma State fan. You can follow me on Twitter at Lindellians. You can follow the show at Locked Locked underscore on underscore pokes on Twitter or find the show on the Locked on Pokes Facebook page. Make sure you follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast app to get the latest shows every weekday here with Locked on Pokes. So we're going to do a bit of a basketball update. We did one last week. It's time to check back in. Both the Cowboy and the Cowgirl basketball teams have played another game since then. So we'll start with the Cowgirls, who just got their third win of the season. They're now sitting at 3 and 1 they just took on Rice they got a 68 to 48 victory over Rice that's a pretty dominant win in my opinion 20 points is nothing to scoff at the Cowgirls held Rice to 15 first half points they had two double digit scores 12 different Cowgirls got points they forced 19 turnovers and shot 45% from the field they take on Green Bay the Friday after Thanksgiving at 5 p.m. Central the Oklahoma State Cowboys are now sitting at 5-1 and one after a big win over Charleston, a 96-66 to 66 victory on Monday. It was a complete game from the Cowboys. I think it was the first full complete game we've seen. There weren't any, there weren't the massive turnover issues, things that we've seen some issues with in the past couple of games, even the ones that we've won didn't appear in this game. They played lights out basketball from start to finish. Six players were in double digits. They set a program best 16 shots blocked. This stat sheet is just shredded. They had 28 turnovers. They shot over 56% from the field and it was an absolute dunk show. Back to Lob City, baby. It was such a fun game to watch. Nine dunks overall, four of them alley-oops. Just fun football. Fun football and executed on every every aspect of the game. That's always great to see. Bryce Williams really played lights out. A clear help on both sides of the ball. He's doing everything that we've asked him to do. He's really maturing both, I think, on the court and off the court. You know, we had a little offseason hiccup. But they're kids. We learn. Hopefully he is learning and he seems to be. And he's really showing himself and proving himself on the court. Bryce Thompson hit a career-high 15 points. So if you were a dude named Bryce playing in orange and black on Monday, you had a huge game for the Cowboys. Congratulations to both of them. I've said it before. I'll say it a 100 more times. I'll say it until I'm blue in the face. Mike Boynton is a smart coach. Now, he's a great coach. He's a great recruiter. He does a lot of things really well. But I think the most underrated aspect and something that maybe you can't put on paper is his knowledge of the game, the way that he gets his players involved, 
accepting the ebb and flow of a game, of any given game, knowing the chemistry between his players, knowing which player he can pull off the bench to provide a spark when needed. Those are the things that he concentrates on. It's something that I've liked about him since he took over head coaching duties. It's something he clearly excels at, kind of figuring out. And and sometimes he moves the pieces well into conference play. It feels like this season we're kind of getting that out of the way. We have a lot, it's a lot more health going on and a lot more vets on the team. You know, we don't have any freshmen right now. So it's a lot of older players that that really know their role. And Mike Boynton's able to figure out that chemistry, I think, a little earlier in the season, which will bode well for the Cowboys when we get into conference play. Obviously, there's still the NCAA decision and all of that doesn't seem to be affecting their play. They love Mike Boynton. Those Cowboys do. They're going to play hard for him week in and week out. I think we all know that. So it's just reassuring to see them still giving their 100%, Mike Boynton giving 150%. And can we just, this isn't about basketball, but Mike Boynton's disdain for the Sooners is quite possibly my favorite thing about him. He, He got on that bedlam train like he had been waiting for it his entire life. I love that about him. It's just another accolade, like an Accolades, maybe not the right word, but you know what I mean. It's just another point in the Mike Boynton column. That being said, all of uh, I, I digress. <laughs> the way that the Cowboys played on Monday, it's going to be hard for any team to stop. They played great defense. They played great offense. They moved the ball well. They got the fast breaks off the turnovers. They played down low. We have three centers now that are all trustworthy down low. And Mike Boynton is running the game through them. So when their download opens up those three-pointers, which we hit 50% of, I think, on Monday, it just really helps the entire game flow. He's doing a fantastic job. I'm excited to see the rest of the season. I think these Cowboys are going to surprise people like they have every year under Mike Boynton. He was also included, I believe, on a uh, The Athletic did a 40 coaches under 40 list and Mike Boynton appeared on that list so I'm glad he's getting the recognition from a national standpoint that I think he should be getting I'm I'm so glad he's the coach I know that's really not what I came to talk about but congratulations to both the Cowboys and the Cowgirls on their wins earlier this week they both play on the Friday after Thanksgiving the Cowboys play at 3 p.m. Central the Cowgirls at 5 p.m. Central so keep an eye out for those scoring updates any watching that you can do and uh, rooting for a team Next up, I'm going to put some narratives to bed about this Oklahoma State team, both on the offense and the defensive side of the ball. I'm also going to go on a bit of a bedlam rant. This is it, the putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software. To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of the competition. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite, and right now through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering one-of-a-kind financing program to close those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA. College football fans, have you heard about Prize Picks? Prize Picks offers all the props you can think of, including touchdowns, interceptions, and even field goals for the true degenerates like myself. 
college and professional. Plus, it's super easy to use. I've told you all before. I'll tell you again. I'm not good at the apps, at the computers, at the cell phones. I can figure this one out. You pick two to five players and an over-under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. It's just you versus the projected numbers. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. PrizePix is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Make sure to use promo code LOCKEDON for a 100% match up to $100. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepix.com or go to your App Store and download the app today. PrizePix is daily fantasy made easy. Thanks for making Locked On Pokes your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. All right, let's get into it. Some narratives I've seen online about this Oklahoma State team, some of the things I've seen coming from Sooner fans, whatever it is, I've been very good online. I don't engage. I type my message. I erase it. I go, you know, it's not worth it. Am I going to spend my time arguing with people online that don't, you know, matter to me in like a, a... broader sense of the term, or I could read a book. I mean, I don't read books, but I could instead of arguing with people online. So I've been really good this week about not engaging in arguments because I get, I get carried away. It's a personal problem. I know it's a me problem. I'm going to make it a them problem because it's easier for me. Spencer Sanders in the press conference said that he expected to come out and win. That's what he expects to happen, much like Tay Martin saying that that's what he expects to happen. And Sooners are mad? What's he supposed to do? Come out and be like, nah, you know, Sooners are probably going to get us by 30 and we'll lose again. Why would he? First of all, Spencer Sanders hasn't ever played a full game of football against the Sooners. So it's like that's exciting in and of itself. He should be excited for this game. He should be trash talking this game. And if it's such an issue that you guys are like, oh, this is bulletin board material, like they'll put it on the whiteboard. This is what they're worried about. If you're worried about what our starting quarterback says, if if they're worried about it in the locker room, then they got a whole new thing coming because that's that is so not what you should be focusing on. I get as a fan being upset about it. But what did you want him to say? I, I, It's insane to me that he's catching flack for that. He said exactly what I would want my starting quarterback to go out and say. M- moving on. That's just one of the tw- we're gonna We're going to get into it. I read a tweet that the Oklahoma State defense has been dominant in three of the last four games. In the tweet, this, this tweeter writes, I've been watching. They've been dominant in three of the last four games. And I would like for anyone to reach out to me and let me know which game of the last four Oklahoma State starting defense hasn't been completely dominant. The two touchdowns that TCU got against Oklahoma State came off of a fumble recovery for touchdown, so not against the starting defense, and a touchdown on the backup defense. So to even insinuate that Oklahoma State hasn't on defense hasn't been dominant for the last four games about drove me banana bonkers and this is somebody that like they have like a check mark on their name they're important to the to the masses people like look to this guy for advice and I I'm not gonna say any names I didn't write down any names I just burned the three of the last four games part into my brain and I haven't stopped thinking about it for several days That's another one. Next one, this myth that the Oklahoma State 
football team doesn't have a good offense is asinine. They struggled a little bit to start the season. They weren't fully healthy. Tay Martin got hurt in the first game, missed a couple. We've had other wide receivers miss games. We finally got them all healthy. And and then even had Brennan Presley was just punt returning last weekend against Texas Tech, which was a game where you could say, yes, it wasn't a stellar performance on offense, missing your starting center, missing a crucial part of your passing game and your run game. I mean, Brennan Presley does a lot for that offense. So it's an insane suggestion that this offense doesn't isn't vibing at all. If you take the last four games, they're averaging 41.25 points per game. A little over 41 points per game is a good offense. And they have an elite defense. That's a team built to win. And I'm so tired of this assumption that the offense isn't good. It's such a lazy take. You haven't been paying attention. I will die on this hill. I'm not happy about it. The next one. (laughs) Guys, I made a list. I'm telling you, I did so good about not engaging online. So you guys just have to hear all of the things that I've typed in the last several days and erased. The history, I'm doing strong air quotes, of Bedlam and how it's not even a rivalry is another insane take by Sooner fans. Because here's the thing. They claim it's not a rivalry and then they get so heated when the game comes around. It's not a rivalry all year. And then, then the game shows up, Bedlam shows up and they're on launch. It's not a rivalry. Well, you're still spending a lot of time on it for a game that you don't consider a rivalry. Also bringing up how you guys have won in the past is fantastic. Good for you. You know, you look happy and healthy. Not me. (laughs) That's a little Olivia Rodrigo joke for you. Um, but Like, that would get absolutely destroyed if you were in, like, fantasy football circles to rely on what you've done in the past and not look at what's in front of you right now with what we've seen this season. is just silly. Good for you. You have won in the past. I'm talking about right now. I'm talking about 2021, November 2021. That's when I care about who wins or loses. I've, I've gotten over last year. I was mad for 48 hours, and then I move on to next year. That's how I, that's how I'm programmed. That's how I am. And just while we're on the subject of if it's a rivalry or not, when it comes to Bedlam, like we bring up, we win in all these other sports and they're like, oh, that doesn't count. Only football matters. First of all, as an athlete, that would be enraging to me. And second of all, I find that funny because in fall, OU's golf team beat Oklahoma State's golf team and then it mattered then it was still a rivalry. So I'm just saying, like, pick a side and stand on it because I don't do this on the fence thing well. It's either a rivalry or it's not. Final thing I'm going to talk about, and then I will move on, is that we're somehow catching the blame that there's not going to be any more Bedlam. You left. OU decided that they didn't want to be in the Big 12 anymore. They called Texas and not Oklahoma State. And they up and left. By the way, good pick on Texas. That's who I'd want to partner with. And now you're mad because we don't want to play you anymore? First of all, there's no guarantee that a season's going to be set up in a way that we can play each other. And furthermore, I have no desire to ever do it again. You left. You broke up and I moved on. That's that's how it works. So not our fault. 
quit trying to make it our fault, quit trying to blame Mike Gundy for saying he doubts that there's going to be a game for a while, there probably won't be. Will there probably be a bedlam eventually sometime in the future? Yes, the college football landscape loves a good throwback game, but it's not going to be a regular occurrence, and you can't be mad about that because you left. All right, coming up, brushing up on the college football playoff rankings and what needs to happen for the Cowboys to get in. But first, a word from one of our sponsors, Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there, and you can get 15% off your order at Built.com with promo code LOCKED15. It tastes like a candy bar, but it's a healthy option for a sweet treat. 17 to 18 grams of protein and only 4 to 5 grams of sugar. Built Bar has 9 flavors, ranging from raspberry to coconut to peanut butter chocolate. If you're adventurous and looking to try every flavor, you can check out Built Bar's Mix Box, where you get two of each of the nine flavors over on Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Again, head over to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. That's LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. Boy, that last segment was really therapeutic. I appreciate you guys letting me get that off my chest. The college football playoff rankings came out, so let's talk about it. Let's take a look, take a gander at what we've got coming up. First of all, you guys know I'm very strongly in the camp of just win, but there is still a path to the college football playoff rankings. Last time a number seven team made it was in 2019. That team happened to be Oklahoma. Baylor plays at 11 a.m. versus Texas Tech on Saturday. If Baylor wins, we see them in the Big 12 playoffs and not OU, which, by the way, I would prefer. I don't want to be OU twice. I want to be OU once and move on with my life. So we beat OU. We win the Big 12 championship, again, preferably against Baylor. That gives us three top 10 wins, top 10 college football playoff wins. Again, I'm going to say it one more time, just win. Obviously, we are clearly speculating. I'm not saying this is what's going to happen, but we're just looking at at the landscape and what does need to happen. It's going to always come down to how the committee sees it. Undefeated Cincinnati or a one-loss Big 12 team is what it may ultimately come down to. For all I know, they draw the fourth name out of the hat. Who knows? Because they are whatever they're running is a sham in every sense of the word. That being said, I think Oklahoma State does have a chance. I really do believe that they are finally kind of taking notice. I don't think they see fully what Oklahoma State is doing, but I think there's kind of the scales are starting to tilt. So we've got ahead of us, Notre Dame, Michigan, Cincinnati, Alabama, Ohio State, and Georgia in that order. Notre Dame, has one loss to Cincinnati. So that loss looks good because Cincinnati's still up there in the top. But if Cincinnati loses, it'll hurt them. It'll hurt Notre Dame because then their one loss of the season doesn't look as good. And if Oklahoma State wins out, they'll have an extra win and a stronger resume, in my opinion, I think probably in the committee's opinion as well. Michigan this weekend will have to be Ohio State for the first time in 10 years during their rivalry weekend. It is rivalry weekend all over the college football landscape. A very fun weekend if uh, your team is not in any of those rivalries. So Michigan will have to pull off an 
a win against Ohio State that hasn't happened in quite some time. Uh, I'm not sure that they do it. I like Michigan. Ohio State just seems like a really, really strong team this year. Cincinnati has East Carolina this weekend. I don't know a whole lot about East Carolina, but looking at some of their matchups over the season, they've had some pretty close fights. We know Cincinnati has had some close games. They kind of get that style points knock. But um, so that that could be a fun game if it's a trap game for Cincinnati. Alabama has Auburn and then Georgia, and they already have a loss. I think chaos would truly have to ensue in a big way for a two-loss Alabama team to see the Final Four in the college football playoff rankings, but I'm not going to say it won't happen because I know it's all about money, and Alabama's a very, very big money school. I just want to reiterate one more time, I am I am in the just-win camp because none of it matters. Nothing that happens in to the teams of head, ahead of us matters if we don't go out and do our job and win this weekend against OU. That is number one on the list, and we are going to talk about that some more on Friday. Kind of what I know I talked with John Williams about the Bedlam matchup, but some of my predictions, some of what I see happening. Before we get out of here, I just want to congratulate Coach David Smith for winning the Big 12 Women's Cross Country Coach of the Year Award. Oklahoma State's men's cross-country team finished third in the NCAA race, and the women's team came in 13th. Congrats to all of our Cowboys and Cowgirls. Thanks for making Locked On Pokes your first listen every day. Now head to your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs. This weekend is gambling. I mean, Thursday, man, you got three NFL games to bet on. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Remember, you can find me on Twitter at Lindellians or follow the show page at Locked underscore on underscore Pokes on Twitter or the Locked on Pokes Facebook page. I will talk to you all on Friday. Happy Thanksgiving and go Pokes!